Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Tennis Director, Australia's favourite online tennis store with fast delivery and great prices. Free delivery on orders over $150. Just visit their website, tennisdirect.com.au and you can get a 10% discount store-wide. Just use the promo code FIRSTSERVE10. That's FIRSTSERVE10. Welcome to Aussies Only. The first serves deeper look inside the game at home, talking to those inside and outside the tram lines. Welcome aboard to this week's episode of Aussies Only, brought to you by Latua Tennis. Make sure to visit latuatennis.com to get your hands on the hottest tennis apparel in the game. Your host Jed Zetzer with you, and this week I'll be flying solo, but don't worry, my co-host Jake Eames will be back in the chair next week for the next edition of the show. This week, Mark Polmans joins me from Cologne in Germany to talk about what it's like on the tour at the moment. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. I know you're a busy man at the moment, so thanks for taking out the time. Jed, thanks for having me. Great to have you on, Mark. It's obviously unprecedented times, you know, all around the world. My question Mm -hmm. is, what's it like playing on the tour right now? What are some of the major differences that you've noticed playing now compared to normal times? Yeah, it's it's definitely different uh, different to how how it's been the last few years. Um, you know, every tournament you go to now, you have to you have to arrive. You know, you have to give yourself twenty four hours to quarantine before you're allowed to you know head out and start practicing at the at the venue. Every four to five days, you have to be retested. Um, you have to do a COVID test, and you know, if if you come back positive, you're going to be stuck in the hotel for ten to twelve days. That's definitely something you don't want. But you know, it's it's you know it's tough to travel at the moment. You have to, you know, you have to take precautions, and and all, all countries have a certain quarantine um, rules. So it's it's not easy. But um, you know, I guess it's what it takes to to be playing tournaments again. So it's quite clustered. I feel like because what happens if you know you're going deep into a tournament the one week? Yeah. I know there's obviously uh, special entries into the next week, but. If you're going yeah. deep the one week and you're planning on playing qualifying the next week or even main draw, how does that work when you've got a quarantine then for 24 hours? Is yeah. There, do they allow yeah, time yeah. for that? Yeah. So if, you, if that situation happens, um, say you play on Friday and you lose and you have to get to the next tournament, which starts on Saturday or, or Sunday, um, you can use your, your your COVID test from this from, from the tournament and you can use it as as a way to avoid the quarantining in the next tournament, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so um, that, ha- that hasn't happened to me yet, but that has been a question that I've heard some guys, you know, bring up and, and the tournament will let you use your COVID test and you can travel to the next tournament and use that in a way to um, not do the quarantining because, you know, it's, it's tough. Every tournament, they want you to 24-hour quarantine in the room until you, until you put your, your test back. Um, but that is the only, only time you can avoid that uh, 24-hour quarantine. Okay, so yeah, I mean, they've got it, they've got it all covered. Uh, Mark, talk to us about Roland Garros. That was an incredibly special moment for you, your first main draw victory at that slam. How did it feel winning that first round match? It was an outstanding result and your first top 50 victory. 
Yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a, a great, um, great moment for me. Um, you know, I lost in the last round of qualifying there. So, you know, to get the chance to play again with a, with a lucky loser spot, um, you know, I was just really happy to get out there and play another match. And, and to be in the main draw was, was, a, was an added bonus. And, and to get the win was, was definitely special. Um, you know, my, my, second, my second time uh, winning in the main draw. So, you know, I was, I was very pumped. And, and, you know, it was a great confidence booster um, to beat a, a Frenchie in his, in his home, home slam. So that was a, definitely a, a great win for me. Yeah, just outstanding. I mean, you mentioned to beat a Frenchman at their local slam. You know, Humber is a very, very good clay quarter. So it's an incredible mm-hmm. result. And then you get drawn to play Christian Garin in the second round, who's, you know, known. Mm-hmm. He's won all these titles on clay. And you've taken a set mm-hmm. off him. And the match is a serious scrap. Does that give you, you know, the confidence that you can now match it with the best players? Because, I mean, you've been able to match it with one of the best clay quarters in the world at Roland Garros, I mean, that must give you serious belief. No, it was, it was definitely cool uh, to play against. You know, he was probably the highest ranked player I've come across so far, uh, Garin. Um, so I was really happy I was able to, you know, snag that first set, 7-6. And uh, I had my chances to, you know, take a two sets to one lead. But, you know, that's why he's, a, he's um, where he is. He's a quality player and, and he stepped his game up where he needed to. But, you know, I was just very happy with the, with the you know, how the two weeks went. I was there for quite a while obviously there for the qualifying and then, you know, finishing everything with, with the second round, you know, close, close loss to a, a top player. So, you know, it all worked out very well and, and it was definitely a massive confidence booster for me. And, and, you know, I haven't got many more tournaments left to go and, until the season's finished. So, yeah, just going to keep trying to, um, you know, keep playing as well as I can now on the, in the hard courts. Yeah. yeah, certainly. Well, you're doing an outstanding job. Mark, can you compare the U.S. Open to Roland Garros for us. It's obviously difficult, but I mean, the U.S. Open, you're put into a bubble and there's some serious Mm -hmm. COVID restrictions and then you go to Paris and there isn't a Mm -hmm. bubble. It's a bit of a different feeling. Can you tell us about Mm -hmm. some of the differences in those tournaments and what the the overall reaction was like from the players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the U.S. Open, they did an unbelievable job. I know it was was that they had to do that. They had to, um, you know, bring... um, you know, all these had COVID tests, you know, very regularly. The bubble was very, you know, very secure. Just the courts and the hotel and the, and that transport all sorted for us. And they did a very, very good job. Um, and then at the French Open, it was, you know, slightly different. They, they, they also had the bubble approach, but I wouldn't say it was as strict. You know, there's still, you know, there's still other people staying in the hotel that, um, you know, weren't, uh, weren't part of the tournament. So... There was a few, you know, a few t- tough things that um, Roland Garros faced, um, but uh, you know, I was still happy that I was able to play the tournament, and, and I didn't have any issues. And a lot of the players, you know, were complaining about the balls being a bit heavier or slower this year, and all that. But you know, I felt like all that suited my game, so I didn't really have much of a problem with that. But you know, I'm I'm very very happy that the U.S. Open and, and the French Open were able, able to go ahead. But you know, <laughs> it definitely definitely wasn't easy, and and the bubble the bubble life also doesn't make things uh, too easy. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. Well, you've had some outstanding results and providing. I mean, you got really difficult draws. You had to come up against an American on home soil and then a Frenchman on mm. home soil. It's definitely a difficult task. What's the mm. overall feeling on the tour at the moment with COVID? Do you personally feel comfortable? Is it a is it a comfortable mm-hmm. environment, or are the players sort of a little bit anxious constantly that they might 
you know, come in contact with it? What, what's the feeling like? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I feel amongst the players, we're all pretty relaxed around each other. Um, you know, no one's really like, you know, really scared about, you know, most of the guys are still handshaking and, and um, I mean, we're all still playing card games and also relatively close to each other. But I think that's because we're all, you know, in a bubble. So we don't really, there's no chance of COVID coming into the hotel. So I think we're all pretty relaxed around each other. But, you know, the guys, are, a, lot of, I know a lot of the other players are pretty frustrated with the, with the bubble sort of way where you can't go outside. It's just the courts and the hotel. So to me, that's not a big deal. I'm, I'm kind of happy just to, just to do that. Um, but, you know, a lot of the players, I'm traveling to Aussie boys now from, from tournament to tournament and everyone's pretty relaxed. So hopefully it stays like that. But there's always these little, you know, these, these little things popping up with, you know, um, Fidasco uh, getting pulled out of French Open. And there's always these little things coming up. So it's not, it's not easy for the tournaments, um, you know, to, to handle these things. But, um, you know, COVID is making it very tough. But so far we're having tournaments and that's, that's the best we can do. Yeah. Absolutely. Who are you traveling with at the moment, Mark? Is it a group of Aussies? Have you been able to bring a coach on board? Who's, who's in your team at the moment? And, and, you know, it must be lonely in that 24-hour isolation. Yeah. Every week. Do you have to do that alone or is it with your team? How does that all work? Yeah, at the moment, I'm sharing, um, you know, I'm traveling with my coach, Marcel, um, and he, he shares a room with me each week. So thankfully, I have him to, to try to keep me company. Um, but also the other boys here, uh, uh, Johnny Mill, you know, is, is and also Sav and Purcell are here. So, you know, there's a bunch of us now um, to try to keep each other company. Um, you know, we're playing card games at nighttime and, and uh, yeah, we're just keeping close together. But, um, yeah, it's, it's good to have some of the Aussie boys on the road. <laughs> yeah, it must be fantastic just to feel a little bit more at home. Mate, you're playing yeah. some outstanding tennis and, I mean, you're almost in career best form. What do you put it all down to do you feel like it's all the added hours on court during the break is just paying off yeah i think also um you know i'm, I'm slowly uh, you know gaining more and more experience at these at these bigger events and and you know practicing with the with the top 100 players week in and week out is also i feel helping um that's why i've, I've decided to try to play a few more tour events you know trying to mix with the top 100 guys as much as possible um so i think that's you know helping my belief that I can, you know, play with them and, and I can beat a couple of them. So, you know, and, and also just, just I think, you know, you know, just traveling, traveling with my coach and, and you know, he's, he's helping my game and, and improving each each year. So hopefully um, when it comes around to Aussie summer, I can uh, do some damage. That, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're not far off that top 100. You're about 20 spots out. And Mark, what's your, what's your plan? <laughs> For the rest of the year, when do you plan mm-hmm. on coming home, and what tournaments um, have you got lined up uh, until you come home? Yeah, so um, yeah, so Dad, I'm just I've just got one tournament um, planned at the moment. Next, I've I got other Vienna, um, which is a 500. It starts the qualifying starts on Saturday, or either New Sultan, which is Kazakhstan. There's there's two tournaments on, um, so I've entered both of them, and uh, I'm hoping to get into Vienna because it's a 500 and New Sultan's 250. Um, so either one of those we're going to play, but hopefully Vienna. And then I'll be looking to uh, make my way back to Australia. Forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. But sure. uh, yeah, I've been on the road now. It's uh, I'm looking forward to coming home, even even if I, even if I've cop the 
couple of two weeks in, in a hotel. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's the plan, Jed. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. And Mark, just one last one. Have you been in contact with anyone from Tennis Australia? Have they sort of let you know if there's going to be a summer of tennis or what it might look like? Yeah, I, I know um, um, Craig Tarley's been having a, a, a weekly call, but I haven't been on it since I've, you know, the, the time difference is, is not great. But, you know, I mean, speaking to the other Aussie guys and they, they're saying like the, the bubbles will be, you know, in other states in order to have the ATP Cup and, and uh, for players coming overseas to prepare for, for, for the Aussie tournaments. Um, so it's looking likely that the AO is going to go ahead, which is good. And uh, there's meant to be a bubble on the 8th of December that players can come in and start, you know, preparing for in, in Melbourne and, and around Australia. So it's looking pretty, pretty likely that the Aussie, Aussie summer is going to go ahead, which is good. Um, but hopefully, the, you know, the COVID doesn't uh, spike up again in, in, in Oz. Hopefully not. Yeah. yeah, fantastic stuff. Mark, really appreciate you taking the time out. I mean, it's obviously difficult with the time difference and you're stuck over there in your isolation today. So really appreciate you taking the time out to join me and wishing you the best of no luck worries. in your last couple of tournaments before you come back home. No worries. Th- thanks for having me, Jed. All good, mate. That's another edition of Aussies Only in the books. Be sure to go back and listen to all our previous editions of the show for more content just like this. All thanks to Latua Tennis. For another week, thank you for tuning in to Aussies Only. Subscribe to The First Serve via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform to listen at your convenience to all our weekly content including past editions of Aussies Only, as well as our dedicated commercial radio program each Monday on SEN that you may have missed at 7pm Eastern. Crunching the numbers and In the Huddle, produced by Study and Play USA. Subscribe to The First Serve, your home of tennis. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.